As we continue our spring cleaning of the heart and mind series, we're finally digging into unforgiveness. It's messy and challenging. It feels unfair and too hard. But if we want to heal and move forward in freedom, we have to let go. It's a difficult process, but a choice we need to make if we want to heal our hearts. Thanks for being here. host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome to Girl on a Hill, and I am not going to lie, this is the episode that we all put off like (laughs) for a crazy amount of time it was one that I knew right away we needed to do Mm -hmm. even back last summer when we started planning I knew and then we just put it off and anytime I put like in our podcast girls group chat that it was coming up it was just groans tough topic it's so hard It's so hard and it's ugly and it's messy, but it's so necessary. And we don't want to admit to it. No. Nobody wants to admit they struggle with this, even though if you're human, you do. Absolutely. You 100% do. But it's just, it's so hard to let go of, but it hurts. It hurts. It does. And we have to, yeah, we need to be done. We're talking about forgiveness and unforgiveness. I think the unforgiveness is the hardest part. Oh, my goodness. And when we're talking about clearing out our heart and mind, like that takes up a lot of space, Mm -hmm. a lot of space. And I'm realizing that, and it's hooked to so much pain and so much baggage. Years, maybe decades. Yes. I mean, this can go back to childhood. Mm -hmm. Stuff you're holding on to from your teenage years, from Mm -hmm. your adult. I mean, it just... And it has such an impact. It's it taking really up room does. that good things could could be there. And it's just you don't have room for it because you're holding on to all this junk. Mm-hmm. It's time to let it go. It affects so much of your life. Oh, my goodness. This has been, this has been so hard mm-hmm. for us as we've prepared and as we've talked about it. So um, this is not easy for us. Not at all. And we are not good at this. This is something I think you're not ever going to be great at, but you work at it. Yeah. You try. So you have to. You have to. Oh, it's so necessary. Okay, so here's the definition. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, and this, um, my husband uses this a lot whenever he talks about this at church, is to cancel the debt. Mm-hmm. To just forgive the debt. You don't owe me anything mm-hmm. anymore. And that's really, that's really hard. You, you don't owe me. Um, I like this one, even though it hurts a lot, is the exchange of resentment. For freedom. So I really like on that first one, if somebody's forgiving me. Right. <laughs> like, yes. like I'm going to be honest, that one sounds really, really good. Yeah. Um, but that second one is a punch in the gut. Yes. It really, it's true. It is true because one, we don't like to admit that we are holding resentment. Oh, no. Or, but it's so, but it's kind of interesting to like freedom is there. <sighs> Yeah. If only we could let it let go. go. Yeah. Or holding resentment with clasped hands. Like, but yeah, that totally, um, 
what you just said, I have this written down. Forgiveness seems like a lovely and wonderful idea Mm -hmm. until you have something to forgive. Right. Because, yeah, we want to be let off the hook. Oh, 100%. And we kind of get, like, judgy about it. Like, why aren't you letting this go? Right. Like, it wasn't a big deal. I didn't mean anything by it. Come on, what's wrong with you? Yeah. But then when it's us, even small offenses, Uh it's so hard because we just have this warped sense of justice. Yeah, we really do. We really do. We like to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the first part I think is what makes forgiveness so hard is that it feels so unfair. It is unfair. And yes, it is. It is unfair. It is very unfair. When I think of unforgiveness, I um, I think of two specific huge examples in my life of situations that were beyond life-changing. Yeah. You just can't go back. Yeah. Um, Sets you on a co- totally different course one, that you wouldn't have chosen. Oh, never. Oh, yeah. never. One wasn't even something that was directed at me. Yeah. And for me to hold on to that. When someone else's choices impact you. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really difficult. Yeah. And I know we're going to get into it later, but... 10-year process for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's so honest, though, to say so that people don't hear us or hear things like this or read books about this and mm-hmm. think, oh, overnight I'm going to be fixed. <laughs> I wish. Or I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to wake up feeling better tomorrow because it mm-hmm. doesn't work like that. Yeah. It is a process. I love that word. Yeah. It's little steps. Tough. It's so tough. But it does feel unfair because it is. And I think that's mm-hmm. important to say, too, is to acknowledge that, yes, you have been wronged. 100%. Like, no unfair. one. To ask you to forgive somebody isn't to make light of anything you went through or to invalidate Mm-mm. your pain. And with that second definition that you had talked about, I mean, it's our freedom. Mm-hmm. The pain can still be there. Yeah. It will I, be, unfortunately. Yeah. I still think about that one situation I just talked about. Yeah. Ten years in the making of forgiveness. Yeah. Still hurts. Yeah. I don't like that, and I really, really don't like to admit that. Yeah, we don't like admitting that people have, I don't like admitting that people have power over me. Yeah. Or that other people's choices affect me. I like mm-hmm. the the stony wall, even though I'm such a baby, but... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but it just, I don't like that I have to do the work or it feels like I have to do the work mm-hmm. after I'm the one that's been, been Wrong. wronged mm-hmm. and they're just off living their life. Mm-hmm. And here I am. I suffered. Mm-hmm. I went through the pain. I cried. I comforted mm-hmm. my kids. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah, it, it feels unfair because it is. Right. But... Well, Holding on does not do us any good. No, it doesn't. And you don't know what they're going through on the other side. That See, that's something that's really hard to think about because you don't want to think about mm-hmm. that, well, yeah, this is my pain. Yeah. There's usually, when, some, when someone's wronged you to a point where you feel like you need to forgive, and especially if you're really holding on to mm-hmm. it, it probably means they didn't make their best choice. 100% weren't living not. their best life. And there's mm-hmm. always going to be consequences mm-hmm. 
of sin or of wrong actions or of hurting someone, Mm -hmm. seen or unseen now or later, Mm -hmm. they're probably hurting Mm -hmm. too. That's really hard to admit. Yeah. Really hard to admit. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. Mm -mm. But we have to release the need to see them be punished Mm -hmm. and let God be God and let him worry about how it's going to play out in their life Mm -hmm. and realize it's not up to me. And I don't get to decide or dictate if they're hurting. And if I, Mm -mm. that's not how life works. Mm -mm. Because how many times have I been the villain in somebody's story? Mm -hmm. Probably more times than I'd even care to admit or even many times than I know. Yeah. I've probably done things to people that they've never said anything about. Oh, right. Because how often, especially if you're non-confrontational, like I, I don't tell people. I mean, it makes me really sad about that to me. Yeah. Like, oh man. I could be in someone's life. And they're struggling to and forgive us struggling. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's two sides to every coin and like every that. story. But this, okay, so I'm going to plug a book here mm-hmm. because it really helped me. And I've gone through it several times. So it's Forgiving What You Can't Forget mm-hmm. by Lisa Turkhurst. I'm probably saying her last name wrong. But it's really good. And so... One of her main points was, and I didn't like this either, was that we collect evidence. Mm. We're like treasure hunters Mm -hmm. looking for all of the ways that you did this to me. And Mm -hmm. see, see, here's proof. Like like we're like the the DA collecting evidence, um, believing that we have to state it Mm -hmm. and restate it over and over again, building up our case. But the thing is, it's usually in our mind. Yeah, 100%. And us overthinkers of the world really have this down. Yeah. Where I've done that, I mean, I I don't like admitting, this is like the confessional today, but I'm probably not alone. Like, how many times have you in your head just like gone over and over about what a wretched person? Can't even count. They are right. Where I could prattle off a list right now. Yeah. Of whatever person I'm angry at. Like, Uh here are all the ways. Yeah. And the problem with that is more ways come up in the future of like, we don't even think, oh, yeah. Oh, they did that to me, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because then it's, you know, we create those ruts in our brains, and then it's mm-hmm. confirmation bias, and we're mm-hmm. just looking, and then we're looking for the negative, and then we're projecting that onto everybody mm-hmm. else, and we're looking for all the ways people are hurting us, and we just have to stop building our case. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. But you might be thinking, but but I can't forgive them because, and here's the other really big one for me, they're not sorry. Ooh. I know that one. Mm-hmm. I'd say we all know that one. Oh, boy. It's hard. And this has been one of the biggest ones mm-hmm. for me is having to forgive somebody who might not even think they did something wrong, mm-hmm. might think they are totally justified in the right, uh-huh. and I'm the one that's crazy for being hurt by their choices. And that's that's tough. I'd, and here, we fight for the sorry. Yeah. And I I don't know why. We do. We definitely fight for the sorry. But is sorry enough? Exactly. I don't ever think that sorry is enough. No. I mean, we we maybe teach our our children. Yeah. We were taught as children. You know, you punch your sister or brother or whatever. Oh, you need to tell them you're sorry. Right? And it's the the little kids. The little. (laughs) Sorry. Right, right, right. They said the word. There was. Body language, tone, everything. Sorry it, does nothing. It does 
not. Okay, and now here's where I will admit the piece of this story is this is not the the first mm. time we've recorded this podcast. Yeah. We recorded this last week. Mm-hmm. And it was probably my favorite episode we've done. It was really solemn. There were tears. Yeah. And then the next day, my husband calls me into our home office mm-hmm. and he says, Becky, don't be mad. Ooh. Okay. Now if anybody starts if, a conversation. That's a bad, those are bad words. Bad conversation starter. You're like, <laughs> you're going to be mad. What? <laughs> Okay, so he hadn't put the re- the SD card mm-hmm. in the machine, and so it didn't record. Mm-hmm. And as he was sitting out there telling me, like, he felt terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, he felt wrecked. And he's like, I am, I am so – he was sincerely apologizing yeah. to me. And after having just said these same words to Crystal about sorry doesn't really do anything, I was standing there yelling, like, but your sorry doesn't change anything. Yeah. My life is still wrecked right now. It was really right. And then I was like, oh, God, you have a sense of humor. Yeah. Yes. And then I had to talk to Crystal and she calmed me down. And yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. It is so hard. It's hard. But sorry really doesn't. I tell my kids the best apology is changed behavior. Yeah. Because the word sorry, but I don't know, but we fight so hard. We want this person to come and admit, here's what I did. I mean, why do we think it's going to make us feel better? Is it just because it's something ingrained to us as a as a young child? I don't know. You need an apology? Because haven't you just pictured in your head, like the person that you are struggling with the most, mm-hmm. to stand on the stage mm-hmm. with like everyone that knows and loves you watching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be like, here are all the ways I was a horrid person. Mm-hmm. And you dream about that moment because it would in your head feel like vindication or something, but it big long list of all the wrongs. Yes. Read them all off. Here's all the ways I am horrible person. And like, but it, it actually wouldn't change a thing. Anything. And that actually was a realization for us last week. Yeah, It was huge. And I have been thinking about it all week. I mean, like to a silent pause that we both were like, Whoa, Whoa. Because honestly, think about that right now. How much the person stood on the stage in front Mm -hmm. of everyone you love. Mm-hmm. Or it made a big declaration on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Would it take away your pain? No. No. Would it change your life? No. No. Would it make you forgive them easier? Right. Probably no. not. No. And would it inspire any kind of reconciliation? No. No. Because in my head, if I think about the person, mm-hmm. if they did, it wouldn't. It wouldn't change a single solitary thing. Uh. Uh-uh. Not one thing. I actually think I wouldn't like it. It would make it worse. I actually was just going to say that. I actually, like, I just pictured this whole scene right now that as we're describing it. And I think it would actually make me mad. It would rehash mm -hmm. things I've worked to let go. Mm -hmm. Or then I'd think about it and be like, well, they didn't talk about this Mm -hmm. or that. I mean, we're going to put the petty on the petty right right there. Exactly. Never mind the fact that you have to look at them. Oh, goodness. I Yeah. Right. right? So it wouldn't make anything about it. So why are we fighting so hard for that? For the sorry. And why are we using that as an excuse for, I can't forgive you because you're not. Mm-hmm. Here's this quote that I stink in love. My ability to heal, because that's what forgiveness is. Let's be real. Yes, it's it is. healing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a whole episode about healing next week. My ability to heal cannot depend on anyone's choices but mine. Yeah. Because you can't let someone hold you up. Mm-mm. Some person that's, why are you putting all the power back in their hands? Mm-hmm. They already hurt you. Right. 
why do they get to continue? Like they're, you'll stay stuck. Mm-hmm. Staying stuck until they change. Like it can, it gives them the power. And here's the thing is forgiving somebody doesn't necessarily mean the reconciliation of no. a relationship. No, no. Um, you know, that's, that may be the answer in, in some in situations, some you know, um, the two situations that I think of when I think of unforgiveness and something that I, it's not like those are the only two times right. in my life for, for anything. I'm not going right. to try to pretend, but when Becky talks about the topics, I have to start thinking mm-hmm. about, um, okay, like what's with the topic, what am I going to yeah. do? And, you know, I just, I I have two situations. Ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them actually puts me into somebody probably needing to forgive me boat mm. that I just want to continue to be like, but you wronged me. Yeah. And that's tough. Oh, yeah. It really, we don't like admitting that we have any kind of part. Oh, no. In anything. And you might still be thinking like, you don't know. It's, it's cruel. You have no idea mm-hmm. how they hurt me or what they did to me. And the idea is just too unfair. And here's the, big kicker that I hope you take away today is it's unfair to you. Yeah. Holding on to your unforgiveness is unfair to you because then your whole life becomes about the pain. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't just hurt you once. Mm-hmm. Now they're, they've been hurting you every single day mm-hmm. because you're just continuing to ruminate right on your pain. And this was the biggest thing for me when I was struggling with the situation a couple of years ago. My husband told me one day, he's like, it, it's time because forgiveness isn't for them. It's for you. Yeah. It's a gift of healing for your heart. And that's a really big deal. And I want you to hear that. Those are tough words. And, you know, coming from a person that that you love and trust, you probably are like, oh, that's, that's what that's it's going right. to be. We're not going to struggle to forgive the stranger who cuts us off. It's no. going to be somebody who we who we cared about. Yeah. There's, those are the big ones that it's yeah. going to be harder to let go of. Yeah. It's hard. But you have to heal. You have to heal your heart because it's just, why are you carrying it around? Because we just, we carry it and we retell the story mm-hmm. every day. How they hurt us and then they're hurting us again and again and again and again. And they're living in your head. So, Becky, what about this? Um, This is going to be a tough one. What if the person that we need to forgive or maybe we feel like we have been wronged by something is God? Ooh. That is rough. I mean, I can think of situations in my life I've obviously met people mm. who have told me about those situations yeah. that, you know, yeah. I don't know if we can have the answer for that. I know that's tough. And I here's what I will say about this without getting too deep or trying to gloss over it, is I know that God gets the blame mm-hmm. for things that are not his doing because he is not oh, yes. against you and like, he is not there to hurt you. He does allow things to happen. Mm-hmm. But I believe that's the result of free will and interacting with broken people in a broken world. Yeah. But it's really hard. Yeah. 
And I get it. I get why people feel that way. I mean, my my first situation, I was definitely a teenager, and I could see as to why people would blame God mm-hmm. over and over and over and over for that. And it actually gave me a reason to look for God mm. because I didn't know him prior. Yeah. Um, but there was, it was a an event that changed a community mm-hmm. and you could feel it. Mm-hmm. Should have never happened. Right. Lives were, were devastated and changed and shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, I don't blame God for it. Yeah. But I'm sure that other people did. Yeah. And why didn't you prevent this? I think that yeah. that's it. You know, and I, I think about, you know, the, you watch movies and stuff. Like if you could go back and, and you could change one thing, 100%, I would want to change everything that happened on that day. Yeah. But unfortunately, sometimes at a tragedy, yeah. there's goodness. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's it tough. wasn't a good thing. But good can come of it. It can. Life change can come of it. And I mean, obviously, I don't know, but sometimes we just can't see the whole picture. Exactly. And we have such a narrow view. And we get stuck in in the pain. We do. We get stuck every day and it changes us. Yeah. If we don't let go of it, that's what I was thinking about. It changes you for life and it affects. Yeah. Your choices, like I put in my notes, like if somebody hurts you, you think, well, I'm just not going to get close to anybody ever again so that I don't get hurt again. And we've all done it probably. Oh, yeah. And we've all known people yeah, that are, you just can't break down that wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get it. You look at them and you're like, I totally get, honey, why that wall is there because uh-huh. I'm a bricklayer myself. But it's, it's it, rough. Yeah. Or if somebody like cheats you at work and then I'm not going to take risks anymore mm-hmm. or you... I've noticed I project stuff onto my own kids Mm. that isn't the same thing. Right. You know, but it's, I am letting the pain of my past affect the possibilities in my future. And that's where forgiveness isn't just for me. It's for the people I care about and are in my life today that love me and are there for me and are not the people Uh who have been awful to me. And that's really unfair. Yeah, that's to, that's true. I can think of being hurt and taking it out on other people. Yeah. Not fair. No, because me not being fair to yeah. them. Our pain is a controlling force. Mhm. And it it's in the driver's seat for way too many of us. Mhm. And usually it's the people who least deserve to be hurt who are unresolved pain will hurt the most. Mm. That's what it is. It's all it's unresolved pain. Yeah, it it's is. That is the core of so many of our issues. Um, yeah, but I, I'm tired of letting my baggage hurt. Agreed. Hurt people. Like they don't get to, that person didn't get to just hurt me. me. Now I am hurting. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I want to stop the domino. Right. Like let's be a catalyst for good, not crud. Okay, but here you might be like, okay, we get it. It's hard, Becky and Crystal. But why why do it? And this is where this is where God becomes inconvenient because <laughs> He commands us to. Yeah. And that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um yeah. Hurt feelings don't always cooperate with holy orders. Like Nope. Nope. We hold on to those. But 
how have you felt when you did forgive right? the unforgivable? It's a release. Yeah. It's like you can almost feel a weight mm-hmm. leaving your chest. I agree. It's like a physical. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we hold pain in our body. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a physical and mental and spiritual and emotional mm-hmm. release. Now, that's not to say you're, you're better and happy right then. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> if, I, if I could just say, I forgive you, yeah, and yay! it'd be all better. Weight's lifted, life better. But it is like you feel it. It's a process. In every facet. Yeah. And it gives you the strength to move forward or just to free up a mm-hmm. little bit of space in your head for something else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good because you... It's the beginning principle. So you think another happy thought that's going to grow instead of just ruminating on your pain. If all you think is negative, dark, unforgiving mm-hmm. thoughts, that's going to build. Right. So what do you want to be thinking about? It's, it's all really hard. Okay. So you might be thinking, what is forgiveness anyway? It is. It, forgiveness releases to God your need for them, whoever them is for you, to be punished or corrected. Mm-hmm. And you release the right to demand that they suffer for what they did. Mm-hmm. What's so funny is sometimes suffering is not enough. Yeah. Like you, you can actually watch mm. people be punished, maybe through the criminal system. Yeah. And it's not enough. No. It is not enough for the hurt that you caused. It's not enough. Mm. And it will never be enough, no. I don't think. That's because these big hurts aren't things where we can be made whole. Never. Your life your life was changed. changed. Yeah. And you can't go back. Uh-uh. And you can't redo the years. No. You can't go back in time before you met them. I try. Uh-uh. I've had those in my head where I go back in time and be like, I'm just not going to talk to them. And then this will all be fine. No, that's not how life works, Becky. Yeah. But I waste so much time doing Thinking that. Thinking about it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's where it is. It's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a decision. That's first. I think we think sometimes it's an automatic. No, I good Christians just automatically. No, oh goodness, no, no, nobody. It's a it's a very conscious, dedicated choice. And sometimes they know about it, and sometimes they don't. Yes. And I did share this last week that a second unforgiving, like unforgivable situation mm-hmm. in my life started with the words. I forgive you to a person who will need to hear them, even Mm. though I'll never see them again. Yeah. I did not feel it. Right. But it's the start because I knew for me and for them, I had to do Mm -hmm. it. I knew it wasn't going to be that day. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be probably the next week. Yeah. And it It might not be there right now, (laughs) judging on your emotions, but like. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you because you, it's life changing. You think that you forgive, you think for the whole thing, and then other things come up. Oh yes, I mean we've all experienced that. We've all been yeah. we get triggered there, mm-hmm. and the little thing you'll think you're you're doing better, mm-hmm. and you'll hear a song, mm-hmm. you'll see a commercial, mm-hmm. someone with this, you'll read a book, and a character will have a name, oh, the yeah. same name, and you're like. I hate this book now. (laughs) But it just, yeah. That's funny. I made a comment on Friday. I was like, I do not like calling this person. And they're like, what? I just don't like their name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
It's a real thing. It's a real thing. I have read books aloud to my kids and changed characters' names because I'm not saying that name 400 times. No. You're still reading it, though. Right? You're still seeing the name. They're going to reread that book as an adult. They're going to be like, what? Yeah. But here's the thing. So, in the Bible, Jesus, someone's like, how many times do I forgive somebody? And Uh he said 70 times seven. Mm -hmm. And like, so, he picked a ridiculous number and it's, it's not that 490 is a magic mm-hmm. number, but it's just that every time you're mm-hmm. triggered or it pops back up, mm-hmm. release it again. Yeah. And I love that Jesus, who was God, mm-hmm. like admitted that, yeah, it's going to come up for you yeah. over and over and over and over and over again. And that's okay. Right. Like he knew that. He yeah. didn't expect perfection of us. It's like, oh, you're human. Like it's going to take you a while. And that's good and bad news. <laughs> but every time it comes up, just the the key for me mm-hmm. is to ask for help because I can't do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Just to be like, can you help me stop these thoughts? Yeah. Or to just consciously choose to think about something else. Because when I start to ruminate, that's when it gets bad. Yeah. To just be like, okay, nope, I don't need to go down this path uh-uh. today. So, yeah. And here, uh, like we said again, it's not instant feelings of okayness. No. It's not suddenly feeling good about the person who hurt you. Uh-uh. Um, it's obedience to God, and it's consciously taking steps towards your own healing. We brought up again, it's not reconciliation. Forgiveness doesn't mean you ever have to be in this person's life. No. Ever. Nope. You don't. You can still forgive them. Yes. And you need to for you. And honestly, even if they're gone, yes. you, you know... I mean, there are maybe people who are no longer walking Alive, on the yeah. earth that you may still need to forgive. Yes. And they may have not been good to you. Yeah. And that's... You still just need to release it. And actually this, it was interesting at my Bible study this last week, a friend said, I mean, and it's still forgiveness if the person never knows. Yes. Like you don't have to make a big show of going up to them and being like, by the way, I forgive you. And it's actually sometimes stronger uh-huh. to just handle that on your... They might not even know that you're having those feelings. That would be kind of weird, wouldn't it? Right? Especially if you don't know. Yeah. Like if I had hurt your feelings and didn't know about it, and you were like, by the way, Becky, I forgive you. Like, what? For what? What did I do? Then us overthinkers are going to like... Yeah. Go back and replay 100 st- conversations. <laughs> but So that's something, too. You don't have to go make a big announcement. Mm-mm. It's for you. It's for you. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely for us. Yes. It is it is about your healing. That's what I want to drive in into you today is it is. Mm-hmm. And it's not um we talked about this more last week, but it's not forgetting. Forgiving and forgetting is not a not a thing. No. The only one capable of doing that is God. Yep. Um that's in Hebrews 8:12 if you want to look that up. He remembers no more. Yeah. Doesn't say forget. You're not going to forget, <laughs> but maybe it doesn't have to be at the center of yeah. your thought life every day. I mean, yeah, not at all. It doesn't have to be, and it shouldn't be. No, it's not fair to you. It is not fair it to you. hurt you once. Don't let them keep hurting you. Right. I don't want that for you. I want more for you. I want yeah. more for me. And me. Yeah. I, I'm tired. And what you want, this, what you, think about it in your heart of hearts. You don't actually want revenge. No. You want healing. Yes. You do not want more chaos. You want peace. Mm-hmm. 
and you don't want them to suffer. You just want to not be hurt. Yeah. That's what you really want. If we're really after it, it's like, I just want peace in my heart. I want the pain to go away. Yeah. Something that Rachel had said a few weeks ago, um, honestly, I don't even remember which topic we were on, but sometimes she had said, you just have to feel the feelings. Yes. And that's all you can do. That's hard to sit with sometimes. Because we want things fixed. Yeah. There is no fix. We just want to make it better. But you're still, I mean, you're still going to feel the feelings. But once you have let it go, it is, the feelings are different. Yes. It doesn't mean that it can't bring up still hurt. But, (laughs) you know, but it is different. It is different. If you just sit with it mm-hmm. and, and even get to the root of it, like, why did this right. hurt so much? What about this? Mm-hmm. And what is causing the blockage of me moving mm-hmm. forward? What fears are now connected to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we have to release that need that it's going to get fixed. Because yeah. I think that's part of what I want, too, is I just, I, I have a really hard time being settled when things aren't resolved. Yeah. But these things in my life aren't going to be mm-hmm. resolved. There's not making up for it. And I'm just tired of the pain. I just want to heal. And I want that for you. Yeah. And it's possible. It's absolutely possible. It's possible. It's going to take time. Mm-hmm. But the first, the first decision is just choosing. Mm-hmm. I am going to release my need for them to suffer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop collecting the evidence. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop telling the story of how they hurt me mm-hmm. over and over in my head. Right. Start there. Yeah. Pick one of those things. And just do it a little at a time and know we're working through this with you. You know, when you were reading that book, I remember you talking about it and being like, yeah, I probably should read that, but. Mm, oh, it's hard. Yeah. I really we don't do it. I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, you should all be- totally read it. Because I'm just so worried good. about what other things will pop up by reading it. But. It's only for my benefit. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. The things for our benefit are usually hard mm-hmm. because change is hard and changing your your mental constructs <laughs> is really hard. But it's for your good. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do the work. We do. You have to do the work. It's worth it. It is so worth Your healing is worth If you're if you're sick and in pain, you go to the doctor. Yeah. So we have to do the work of healing our heart and mm-hmm. our brain. And have maybe to. that would involve going to a doctor, you yeah. know, or I've gone to counseling multiple mm-hmm. times in my life over different things. Yeah. Um, some have worked, some have not, you know, yeah. of the sort. So it's it's in so many different ways. It's not just this book is going to magically change your life or this podcast is going to magically change your life. You have to find what works for you. And, you know, we've just kind of talked about a couple of things that we have forgiven huge, unforgivable Mm -hmm. things to people. And we also know that you have as well. Yeah. But we're all holding on to others. Mm -hmm. So... Even though we've put in the work and we've put in the time for some, there's still more. Yeah. We're human and we, as people, hurt each other. Yeah. Not necessarily on purpose, sometimes on purpose. Mm-hmm. But 
we have to for ourselves, for those we love. Yes. Yes. It's not going to make us whole. It's not going to take us back to Mm -mm. prior to any of that. Nope. But that's okay because we learn and we grow and... I mean, we don't want to go back. As you were just saying that, I'm like, we don't want to go back and we can't go back, but you can go forward. Yes, absolutely. You can go forward and you can have the strength to go forward with a clear heart and a clear mind Mm -hmm. and without all of this baggage weighing you down and hurting the people who love you, Mm -hmm. not hurting you. Because you're holding on to And you are worth this. You are, you are worth the work. Definitely worth it. It was not fair that what they did to you. It was not fair you had to suffer. No. But stop hurting yourself. Yeah. Please. And stop letting them live rent free in your head. Oh, that's the worst. Like, they they don't get to be there. Make room. Yeah. Kick them out and make room in your head for joy and love and hope. That's what we want for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting up with this incredibly hard teaching. It's rough. It's tough. It's really tough. And we've gone through this twice and we've thought about it for weeks and it's still <laughs> just like, and like I said, even when little things pop up, mm-hmm. like with your husband or your kids mm-hmm. or somebody that you can't just excommunicate from your life, uh-huh. it's the little things are sometimes hard to let go of too because we like justice and we want our way. Right. But you just have to work at it. You do. You have to work and you have to pick love and you have to pick what's best for you. Right. And holding on to that anger and the bitterness and the pain is never best for you. It's not good for anybody. Yeah, not at all. I did that for a very long time. It did not serve me well in any manner. No. In any manner. No. We don't want it for you. All right. Next week... I will be back. I will be kind of recapping the first half of the spring cleaning of the heart mind just because it's so meaty and there is so much to unpack. But I'm really going to be spending some time talking about healing and that unresolved pain that we love to hang on to. And then we will be back for our second half. We have some more. (laughs) Really, We got a lot of cobwebs in our closet, so to speak. Talking about worry and shame and overthinking. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. But we can do this. We're, we're trudging up that hill with you. And we thank you so much for being here. Thank you. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Girl on a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Join the conversation by connecting with us online. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for being here, and we'll be back with you next week.